0: what's up, guys? Welcome back. Troy Life Show, uh, episode 97 today. It is October 30th, almost Halloween. Uh, I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So on today's show, well, I guess we've taken about a week off because we did a special show last week. So anyways, since the special show, which was about the Nexus 6P and Nexus 5X, we have since released uh, our reviews. Actually, today, they came out just moments ago. And uh, so we kind of just want to talk about Nexus 6P, Nexus 5X. They're kind of the phones Android enthusiasts like us look forward to every year. And so they're a big deal. Uh, And this year is even bigger because we've got two phones. Like last year, we got a tablet. Tablets are kind of a thing we don't really talk a ton about on this site. So we had the one whale phone, which was sort of disappointing to us. This year, we have two phones. We have a big phone, which isn't quite whale status, and then a smaller phone, which is like the return of uh, of Nexus' favorite. So we want to talk to those. But outside of those, we got a whole bunch of new phones within the last week and a half. We have Droid Turbo 2, Droid Max 2 that were announced this week. The OnePlus X was also announced this week, and then the HTC One A9 was the week prior. So we've got all sorts of new phones on the horizon, some of which are already available for purchase. So lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but let's go. Let's go Nexus. Obviously, um, 6P. You had so you reviewed that, and then I took the little guy, the 5X. So uh, 6P is it's the premium, it's the flagship. I think we should start there. So do you want to just kind of do Overview, sort of, of your final thoughts after your review and all that?
1: Yeah, overview. I had the phone for a couple of weeks, you know, while we were traveling and all this other stuff going on. So it was hard to crank out the review as quickly as we wanted to, but we did get it up. And, you know, for my time with it, I came away only impressed and happy with the experience I had. And that's what I look for in an Android device. I just want to have a good Android experience, um, you know, smooth. Uh, you know, a nice display to look at. Good camera is really important for me because I don't carry around a a Canon or a Nikon or something like that. I need my phone to be able to take those good pictures for me when I'm on hikes or doing whatever it is I do. So overall, kind of overview impressions is that it has a really good, although not... Supreme 5.7 inch QHD display. Like it gets super bright enough. It was easy to see it in daylight. Um, what daylight we did have here in the Portland area with all this rain going on. But um, so display was good, although not as good, I would say, as the Galaxy Note 5. The camera also, uh, I would say it has the same camera as the Nexus 5X. And I would say both of them are the best cameras we've ever received or gotten uh, from Google in Nexus phones. So Definitely a huge step in the right direction there. For me, it, ha- it has a large battery. But regardless of what battery a phone has, for me, I always seem to get like the same battery life. No matter what, it'll get me through a day solid with about three to four hours of screen on time, and that's exactly what I saw over the entire course of the, uh, the time I used it. Um, it. I would wake up seven thirty, and it would last me until 10, 11 p.m., which is fine, and I would still have like you know fifteen percent juice left which is just normal for me. I wasn't blown away, uh, but I wasn't disappointed by any means because I just plug it in at night, and then it's ready to go the next morning. Uh, performance, I used to, I've talked a lot of crap about Lollipop and Android 5.1 <laughs> Plus and whatever, but Marshmallow, Android 6.0, has completely uh, reignited my passion for Android. I mean, it, it seems like Google was able just to basically squash a lot of the bugs and the jank and the hiccups that I had with Lollipop Performance, and the 6P with the Snapdragon uh, 810, 3 gigs of RAM, I mean, it performs really well. So I was very happy about that. So, I mean, overall, camera was good. Performance, good. Android 6.0 Auto is awesome. It looks great. Uh, the display is good. The build quality itself is good. You know, it's got that metal with the glass on front and... You know, at first, the design's a little awkward because it's got the, the camera hump, but it's not a huge hump on the backside. It still lays flat on the on the, on the surface, on its back. So, design is good. I mean, everything's good. The only thing that I placed in kind of like the bad category was the lack of expandable storage. But there is a 128 gig option, although it's probably sold out everywhere and will remain to be sold out, and it might pop up here and there. You have to be super quick to get it, but... Um, yeah, no expandable storage and no people are going to be like, what the hell? But that's just the way the world is. I'm sorry. Like you, you got cloud, you've got streaming stuff. I mean, I don't know who needs that much storage. Um other than that, I mean the USB was good, so on the on the OnePlus 2, which has USB type C, um that was cool, but it did not it had no fast charging or quick charging or rapid charging or anything like that, and the, the phone charged extremely slow. So for the USB type C on the Nexus six p, I put in the, somewhere in the middle because while it is a total pain, whenever you leave the house and don't have a type C charger, you're screwed because no one has one. you can't buy them in stores easily and um, so, but it does charge quickly. so that's why it ranked a little bit higher for me. Um, other than that, there was like really nothing to, bad to take away from the device, which is,
0: which is kind of crazy for a Nexus phone.
1: <laughs> it, it's crazy. I, I declared it, I think, phone of the year. Although, I, I, you know, I, I like the Galaxy Note 5 a lot, too. Both devices are awesome. I mean, if you use an S Pen, then you should go Note 5. But if you don't need an S Pen, then the Nexus 6B is great, and it's priced exceptionally well, starting at four ninety nine. Ah, uh, for the 32 gig model, there is no 16 gig model. Thank goodness. Thank God. Uh, yeah, and and that's it. I mean, if you like Nexus phones, you like stock Android, you don't need TouchWiz or LG Nature UX or whatever the hell we're calling it these days. Um, then definitely check out the Nexus 6P if you can find it. It's a very, very good phone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it's like it's the phone I would now want to spend a lot of time with but we have like 16 other phones we have to review first before that'll happen. It'll probably be like CES before the 6P actually gets some serious time in my pocket.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a bummer because I'm sure yeah. by the time you get around to it, there's going to be something new. It's going to be 2016. We're going to well, be no, talking. I mean,
0: and the S7 is coming out in January. Yeah. So I'm not even, uh, yeah, the 6P is going to like be phone of the year and I'll probably have spent like two weeks total with it.
1: Yeah. I'm and I know
0: a lot of people, this is kind of off, off subject, but I know a lot of people talk about um, how like, Sometimes we're really lucky because we get to just like play with new phones all the time. But what sucks is when you find one that you really like, and you're like, I don't want to play with anything else. Like, I just want to use this phone, and you can't. I mean, I know these are like problems that I shouldn't even be complaining about. But like, sometimes if like, you find, yeah, I mean, you find cool things, and like you want to stick with it, and you're like, oh, on to the next one. Like now I'm onto the Droid Turbo Two. So.
1: Yeah, that's that's been my problem with the Moto X Pure Edition. Like, I really wanted to use that phone and like that phone, but as soon as I got it, the volume button was broken, and then I had to review the OnePlus 2. So while I'm waiting for that Moto X Pure Edition to come in, then the Nexus phones arrive, and now the Droid Max 2 arrives, and it's just like, damn, I'm never going to get to use that phone. Yeah, you're but, never going to get it, too. <laughs> I still like it, yeah. <laughs> but I'll never get to use
0: it. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so nothing really wrong with the 6P. It's just kind of crazy to think, right? Like Google phones always have like the worst camera ever or
1: their battery sucks. Maybe their displays aren't all that good or the cameras god awful, but they, they fixed all that stuff. I mean, all the reviews on the review so far is like, I just got my 6P and it's the greatest phone ever.
0: People seem to really like it. And even like other publications that have reviewed it all have pretty much said like, this is the best Android phone you could buy. Exactly. Which is a big statement for, you know, Google's phones. Google's phones, all, yeah, they just always have, are lacking in some area. You could also initially buy the phone. And I know, like, there were some shipping weird timeframes frames Google wasn't really that upfront about, and it's sold out everywhere now. But <laughs> if you were early, with the, even within, like, a couple of week period, you could buy the phone, which is kind of crazy because you know how many times Google's put Nexus phones up for sale and, like, things crash and the stock's gone. And so it seems like they're doing something right here with the Nexus 6P.
1: Yeah, apparently. Um it'll be nice if they can revamp, you know, um the availability of the phone because I see a lot of people are just like refreshing or getting on the wait list to buy the phone and mm-hmm. it'll be good if they can actually do like a big
0: um you know, restock, essentially. because yeah, I it. really want a white one. And that's that wow. one's, like, delayed and not even shipping, I don't think. Like, everyone that ordered the dark charcoal one and the silver, aluminum, I think those have been shipping. People have been getting them. But the white model, I still don't think that. Like, I think Dave Cover uh, ordered a white one. And I don't think he has it yet.
1: Poor Dave. Right. Uh, someone just asked in the comments section, Murphy, if carriers will ever carry the Nexus 6P. Nope.
0: I, yeah, I don't really think so. I Google tried it last year and, uh, it, you know, the Nexus six was uh, look, a lot of people like the phone and I spent some time with it last week and don't completely hate the phone. But in terms of the, uh, sell through with carriers and that whole partnership, it was a disaster. Um, I'm not saying the phone itself was. I'm saying like the partnership there and the pricing model and all of the stuff Google did there with the Nexus 6 just didn't work. I mean, they didn't sell any of those things. And the carrier connection did nothing to help produce to, to help push those. So uh yeah, I kind of don't think either of these. I I am a little surprised they're not going to T-Mobile. T-Mobile's kind of always been open to uh to nexus phones even sprint's been pretty open to them in the past so i'm surprised they're not at least willing to sell them but maybe google just doesn't even want to go that route at all maybe they're just like nope we're just gonna sell them directly yeah, why people, bother? That know, yeah people that know them can come get them so uh but yeah hopefully they restock soon because i think like I've, I've even seen some people just tweet after you're reading your review like i need this phone now so and it sounds like it might be the phone of the year so hopefully restock we shall see I would be shocked to see uh, if the 128 gig model like ever comes back. Like I feel like every phone, even the galaxy phones that are 128 gig, They're like gone. They, yeah, they used to be really hard to find. And if they would show up, they would just be gone instantly. So I'd be surprised if it comes back. I bet we'll see 32 and 64 restock soon. And then the 128 just might be gone forever. It's like mm-hmm. a unicorn. So, well, that's exciting. Nexus 6P. I mean, like you just called a Nexus phone, like phone of the year.
1: Yeah, no, it's total shocker. Um, Ron was talking about it. He's like, dude, I mean, can you believe it? Like, a Nexus phone could be phone of the year. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't really think about that because there's always something wrong with them, like yeah. you said. But uh, yeah, I mean, Nexus Five had bad camera, poor battery life. Nexus Six was just too damn big. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Nexus Six I mean, it's it's manageable because um, it's so thin. It is a little tall. It does have like a massive chin and a massive forehead, but it's a darn good device, man. You can look past that stuff because performance yeah. is great. Camera's legit. Whatever. It's That's good fun. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh. All right. So I reviewed Nexus 5X. Also published that today. Here it is, a little white dude. Nice. Uh. So. I think people are reading, right? I feel like people always read my reviews as me just completely trashing things. And like, I actually kind of like the Nexus 5X. I just don't think it's a phone I would choose. Um, let's see. What, what did I like about the Nexus 5X? Obviously, it runs Marshmallow, which is always awesome. We'll get updates. The camera, we talked about this uh, a week ago when we reviewed the cameras. The camera on this phone is great as well, it's the same camera that's in the 6P. Uh, so it takes really nice photos. Uh, I just had some performance issues, which I'll get into in a second. Uh, but overall, the camera quality is really great. The price, tough to beat, 379 although 16 gig. I don't think anyone should buy a phone with 16 gig of storage these days, unless it has an SD card slot. Uh, but even 429 for the 32 gig model is not a bad price, right? We're starting to see a lot of phones around there. You can take the phone to any carrier you want. Size and hand is great. Like it's This is going to be one of those things... Like I'm on the Turbo 2 now, and uh, it's like the size is already bugging me because the the 5X fits in one hand. Like it totally is a one-handed phone. It's kind of about the size of the Galaxy S6, uh, so it's it's a one-handed phone, and I miss these. You know, you just you you just don't see that many of them. So size is awesome. Fingerprint scanner is awesome. We've talked about that. Let's see what was I critical about uh, the display's average. The USB Type C, uh, which you kind of talked about. It's just it's, it's going to be the future and we're going to love it. I think it's just right now there's like, we're in this in-between period where you got to buy cables and figure out who has a fast charger and who doesn't and what maybe fast charges. And it's kind of a pain in the ass. And so I was able to pick up a bunch of, uh, uh, Google's USB type C cables from the Google store and you know, they fast charge. And so now I have a couple that I can put around the house, but they're not cheap. They're like 25 bucks a piece. And so there's like this extra investment. Uh, let's see what else. Availability, I touched on how yeah, it's just not going to go to carriers. Uh, battery life for me was pretty average. Uh, we're talking fourteen to fifteen hours a day with a couple hours of screen on time. Uh, it you know it didn't blow me away, so just average. Pretty and that's kind of what I said in 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 the uh, in the review. The only thing I was really critical about was performance, and so this I think this is going to be a sticking point. But um, I, it just. I had performance issues on this phone. You know, I mentioned in my camera review how there was times when like the camera just would like fail to load. And then once it loaded, like it would take forever for it to allow me to snap pictures. And I started noticing that over the last couple of weeks of that happening just in general apps, kind of freezing up and lagging and having to press home and kill apps and button presses, not registering and all of this stuff. And like, I would have to reboot the phone in order to basically clear all of that out. Uh, I don't know if that's, problem because it only has two gig of ram if it's the combination of two gig of ram with the snapdragon 808 uh if google just didn't fine tune it like they do every other nexus phone uh i made mention in the in the review about how my review unit is actually running a build of marshmallow that's not as new as the retail version um and I, i've seen some comments already where people are getting hung up on that saying oh you should have flashed the new or waited to get the new to do your review and all that stuff and I don't really think so. I've talked to, uh, I've talked to a couple of people and seen at least another couple of people reference the exact same bad performance issues I ran into, and they have retail units that are running the newest version. So it's not my build. It's just a Nexus Five X problem that I've seen, and it might not even be widespread. You know, it could be just some phones have issues. For all I know. So either, either way, performance was a little bad. Uh, wasn't exactly thrilled there. And so basically I just said like at 379 bucks for the 16 gig, you probably shouldn't buy. Um, and so you're going to go 32 gig, which jumps you up to 429. And, you know, for 399, you can get a Moto X pure edition, which has, you know, a higher res display, a bigger battery. You can customize it. It's a metal phone. It's not purely plastic. So Moto X pure edition and also runs basically stock Android, uh I you know, I would probably go that if I was in the $400 range. And then if you just want the best Android phone, you really only have to go up another 70 bucks from the 32 gig version to get the the 6P, which is you just call basically phone of the year. So it's not that I'm not recommending people go buy the 5X, I just think there's better options. Like it's not that this is a terrible phone, there's just so many other options out there like Moto X Pure and Nexus 6P, I would definitely say go pick up over this so uh, you know the five X. It's it's not like I'm I'm not gonna be super sad to see it go now that I'm on the Turbo 2, But uh, you know it's it's just not like a phone of the year candidate type of thing. It's just a just an average phone. So it is what it is. Do you I think the,
1: Do you think the pricing is a little high for what it is?
0: Uh, I mean. Yeah, kind of. Like this, this phone could have been like a two ninety nine phone. Like if you look at what OnePlus is doing with the OnePlus X. Now, granted, that's running a year old processor, a year and a half old processor, but it's kind of similarly spec'd. Except that phone's made with like glass panels and metal, and like it's pretty nice. And Google just went all plastic and uh, three seventy nine. So yeah, I mean, like if it's two ninety nine, it'd probably be a phone you'd recommend. Um, so you know. whatever it's just not every phone is the greatest phone ever you know what i mean not everything google makes is the greatest product ever that's just what it is so go buy the 6p save up another 100 bucks and go buy the 6p it's kind of what i'd say to that so what else do we got for nexus stuff anything really not really right Yeah, not really. I mean, you can still buy the 5X, I think. Like, I think it's, oh, yeah, no problem. It's shipping like same day. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You you could totally go buy it. I I also picked up the mint green one and shipped the other day, and it's okay looking. It's not like the prettiest phone ever. Um, You know, if you're going to buy the 5X, buy the black one. At least it's like all one color, not like a two toned Panda phone.
1: Pandas are cool.
0: Pandas are kind of cool. So, anyways, yeah, I mean, our Nexus reviews are up. If you want to read those long form sort of big old things, they're there uh, on the site and uh, let us know what you think. And yeah, I mean, it it sounds like the 6P we can't recommend enough. The 5X, it depends on what, you know, if you need a phone that's small, if you don't need a phone that's small, I would potentially pick up something else. So, all right. Should we talk uh, turbo two and max two? Oh yeah. Uh, So, Motorola and Verizon hosted event this week in New York city that I stopped by uh, to announce their new droid phones. And so they've leaked everywhere. Like we knew Mo- just about everything. So anyway, it's, this is the uh, turbo two here. In my hand, And then you have the max. Yeah. Tim has the max too. So we're now off of Nexus and stepping back into lollipop um, and bloatware and on the turbo two and max two. So, the big deal with the Turbo Two is well, it's the flagship of the two. The Moto Max Two or the Droid Max Two is the uh, is the cheaper of the of the of the pair. Uh, but so the Turbo is making headlines because it's shatterproof, and so you can drop it and drop it and drop it and drop it, and it won't shatter. And there's like a four year guarantee on it for Motorola. And basically, they created this this technology called Shatter Shield, and it's like a five layer um technology for keeping screens alive basically and it also really kind of down it so, comes down to the fact that you use a plastic amoled screen which you can't really shatter so it seems kind of like a silly guarantee because you I mean you can't really shatter plastic right i guess it depends on the plastic uh, so anyway you know there's a guarantee within people are dropping it i think cnn actually did a video of the day they announced this where they took it around new york uh and just ran over it with cars and had a horse step on it it did all this stuff and it basically dented the screen and there was like punctures in it that were dented, but it didn't shatter. So I don't think you can crack it, but you could potentially still do damage to it. Uh, Thankfully, Motorola is allowing you to replace the top layer on it. So if you do scratch the hell out of the top or do some other damage to it, you can manually replace. And I was actually told by somebody that uh, if you pick up a replacement um, top screen, for the international version which is the moto x force it doesn't have the verizon logo which i'll talk about in a second And so you can like remove the verizon logo but uh, anyways it's quad hd snapdragon 810 runs lollipop and will be updated to 6.0 they say uh 21 megapixel camera 3 gig ram 32 gig storage or 64 big 37 60 milliamp hour battery um if you if you pick this phone up, you can actually customize it through Moto maker. So it's the first droid that you can customize through Moto maker. And and one of the cool things they're actually doing is if you go with the 64 gig option, you can do a design refresh once in a two year period. So um, you can customize your phone and they'll get it. And then within two years, you can have them redesign you another one and they basically ship you another one, which is kind of a cool deal. Uh, Other than that, It's kind of a lot like a Moto x Pier, just a little bit different design. And then it has the shatterproof. Um, Oh, it has wireless charging, by the way. Verizon loves wireless charging. I don't know why you'd use that when it comes with a turbocharger, but it does. Um, So let's see. Just some initial impressions. Like We've talked about this a lot, but this thing right here, that Mm -hmm. chin... Uh, this is not the prettiest phone I've ever held. I'll just say that if if you're going to buy this thing, like you should pick up the black version. Oh, and by the way, you can buy this today. It's already available at Verizon stores. Uh, but Verizon decided they needed to put a giant check mark at the chin and split this bottom speaker into, it is like the worst designed front of a phone I've seen ever. Uh, the back looks fine. It looks like all of Moto's products today. Uh, the front is, is ugly. Uh, the phone's also really, really wide because they've added bezel and all of this stuff for protection. And so the phone is kind of crazy wide. I thought I had that Moto X Pure here, but I don't to compare. Uh, so it's not really that comfortable to hold in one hand. Like it's wide and it's definitely a two handed device. Uh, you know, we're going to take it for a spin and we'll review it and let you guys know. Uh, one thing I've noticed though, is the buttons on the side are crazy hard to find and push. Like they're almost too flush with the body. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a lot like Moto x It's just droid-branded, a little bit tougher. I'm probably just going to go start dropping it constantly just to see what happens. hmm Yeah. I think people are kind of excited about this phone for the shatterproof stuff, but uh, it, I, we, we kind of mentioned this before we went on air, but these phones are something that just feels... So we've been using mostly unlocked phones lately, and when you pick up a Verizon droid phone they're just kind of greasy. Like, I don't know how many pieces of bloatware are loaded on this thing. And like Verizon even did this thing where they took out the Google now launcher and just made Motorola put in launcher three is what it's called. And it kind of looks like the uh, Google now launcher, except it's not like it has a dark app drawer and it obviously won't ever receive updates like Google now launcher. So it doesn't have the vertical scrolling app drawer and things like that. Like it's, like, there's, and you can't even swipe left um, to get into Google Now and things like that. It's just, they've done like all these weird things that I just don't understand why Verizon does, but they have. And it's also kind of terrible that they're launching with Lollipop when HEC uh, just announced a brand new phone like a week and a half ago that has uh, Marshmallow already yeah. on it. So, uh, you know, they're, they're the new droids, and some people are excited about it. This is the Turbo. Uh, you just got the Max 2, so you probably don't really know that much about it you're probably like setting it up as we speak
1: yeah how'd you know I uh I just I had like a billion app updates I was disabling all the bloat crap that yeah. comes on in like 20 apps I mean so far I don't have too much to say although I mean coming from the 6p it's kind of it's a lot different um I mean it's, this one I think is a lot more handsome I would say than yeah. the turbo 2 just because it doesn't have like the check mark on front and all that but <laughs> uh, it has that soft back. Sort of like what was seen with the, the Moto X Pure Edition. Mm-hmm. I feel like there really needs to be a fingerprint reader. Because, I mean, these phones, like all the other Moto phones, have the dimples yeah. on the back. There should be a fingerprint reader right there. It would be perfect. Yep. But, of and course, no.
0: Motorola hates fingerprint sensors. so. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, the phone feels a little sluggish, I would say. And that's it's kind well, of. Well,
0: that's running, what, like a 615 or something? A Snapdragon 615, I think?
1: 617 it's- or. Not the 617? Maybe it's
0: it, 17. Man, I'll tell you right now.
1: Regardless, I mean, it seems a little... 615. Oh, 615. So, a little sluggish.
0: So, it's uh, not a high-end phone. 2GB RAM, Snapdragon 615 has a big battery, 1080p display.
1: Yeah, it's got a big battery. So, yeah, I mean, coming from the Nexus 6P, large battery, QHD display, premium build, and then going to kind of like the mid-range to high-end Droid Max 2, it's different. (laughs) I'm not...
0: I mean, mean, you're you're taking quite a step backwards. It's kind of like like shocking probably to your hand and your mind and everything.
1: Yeah, on the way over, uh, I just picked this up. And on the way back, I was grabbed from Starbucks and I was in line. I opened up the camera and I mean, the camera actually focused very quick and was snapping pictures pretty good. So that's a plus. I mean, Motorola has at least made their cameras a lot better. So, I mean, it'll be fine. No big deal. I'm not worried about it.
0: Yeah, I think the big thing with that phone is price and battery. Although it it's that that phone costs three eighty four, I think. Mm. Um, and you know, is like, is that phone better than the Nexus Five X? Or at three eighty four, if you spend fifteen more bucks, you get Motorola's flagship, which is the Moto X Pure Edition. So it's 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 a weird price point that they're going with there. Because, and I know, like, you look, Verizon doesn't sell the Moto X Pure Edition. So you can't really compare it to like their lineup of phones, but like it, you know the Moto X Pure Edition runs on Verizon and it's fifteen bucks more than that. So it's one of those phones where I guess if you know anything about the smartphone industry, you probably shouldn't even consider it at all. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like buy a Nexus 5X, buy a OnePlus Plus Two, or buy the Moto X Pure Edition. Hmm. But you know it is what it is, and I also don't really get why why. It's a phone, to tell you the truth. Like they were they were talking about like the sales shtick, you know, at the event. They're like, it's max everything. It's max battery in pixels and value or something like that. Like they just ran out of things, so they're like, well, value. And it's like, okay, so max battery. It actually has a smaller battery than the turbo two. So it's not even like king of battery. Uh camera, it's probably it's either the same camera that's in the turbo two or just shoots 21 and it's not, you know, it's a, it's a lesser Sony camera or something like that. And then, uh, the value, like it's a, it's a decent value except that there's so many other phones out there that are better value. So anyway, it's it's just one of those phones that doesn't really make sense, but that it's the droid line. A lot of times the droid line doesn't make much sense.
1: The first one was great. Although since then the brand has become extremely watered down. Yeah. And it, like, stands for something that it never really stood for. Like, it, now it stands for, like, toughness. and Something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it. it work, it's tough and robotic, but...
0: It's manly and
1: tough and robotic. Yeah. But then the first droid was just, like, pure vanilla. It was built well by Motorola. And it was just a solid Android device. I mean, all... You know, if you brought it out today, you'd be like, wow, this thing's a piece of crap. And <laughs> And I do from time to time. Like, the camera's... Slow and crap, five megapixels. That was a huge deal. Five megapixel camera with LED flash. And, um, but now, I don't know, the droid brand, it doesn't really interest me all that much. Like the Turbo 2 seems cool with the shatterproof and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. I think they really need to, like, kind of just revamp or maybe rethink what the brand really. Should mean or something?
0: I'm just wondering if Verizon obviously has kept this partnership up. You have to wonder if they actually do sell a bunch of these. Well, it's crazy actually. So that you know, they announced it on Tuesday. These two new phones, and they went on say they went up for sale yesterday, I believe. So yesterday, yeah, and today the LG V10 also went up for sale. And like Verizon, up until about an hour ago, didn't even bother to say anything. Like you know, like. It, the Droid is clearly like their baby, and that's what they want you to buy. And so they're making a big deal out. Like the LG V10 is actually a pretty good phone. Probably, it's probably better than the Turbo. I, I can't say that right now. No. Uh, it certainly looks better than the Turbo. Uh, but uh, like they they barely even made a mention about the V10. But the Turbo's been like front page. There's like advertising everywhere. They've been going crazy on Twitter. Like it's just weird how that works.
1: Well, I mean, it says right on the box, device exclusive, Verizon, Droid Max, and Turbo 2. So, I mean, they definitely want to, I think, push these, get people in the store or whatever, sign them up for their freaking plans and get them on those device payments and all that good stuff.
0: I mean, you know, they're trying to make a buck. Yeah. One thing I will say, though, is uh, not to get back to hammering on the five X's (laughs) performance issues. But like this phone is super smooth and fast and like the camera uh, or not the camera, the keyboard tapping, like the little subtle vibration, you know, you get, if you have that turned on, it's so much nicer on this phone than the five X, the five X was like this really weird, like tinny, like vibrated, drove me insane. And this one's just so smooth. So, uh, oh, yeah, no, the performance like, is like you. your, your phone's running at 615, so I don't know what you're gonna expect there, <laughs> I don't know what you yeah,
1: yeah, I'm gonna actually do a few drop tests on this later today and see if it has a shadow <laughs> display.
0: <laughs> it doesn't, but I think if you break it, they do replace it once or something. With oh, well, there you
1: do, nice. Yeah. I, I do like that it has moto display, I'm excited to get back to moto display. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Nexus 6B does have that ambient display stuff going yeah. on, but um, moto display, I still think I I, I like moto display.
0: Yeah, so. it's the best implementation. Like, while ambient display on the Nexus phones has gotten better, it's just not the same. Especially just because you can yeah. like wave your hand over. Well, this doesn't have
1: that, which oh, it is kind of a, have those no. IR sensors. Yeah, it doesn't Sorry. have the IR sensors. That's it's a totally clean front. Besides a couple of sensors up here, which what about um, the top
0: you should try waving over the top because I think on the even on the original Moto X, not a lot of people knew it, but if you waved over the very top, it. Yeah, did so. it.
1: So the top sensor, yeah, it does have the sensor and it does work and it's got the front camera, but like you can't do kind of like the the quick glance over and you got to go real slow or like something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Shite. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll make, we'll put that moto money to work.
1: Mm -hmm. That's
0: right. We can do.
1: Yeah. By the end, by the time I'm done reviewing this, it'll be phone of the year. No doubt about it.
0: (laughs) Everything that comes out is just phone of the year now. Uh, Let's see, so other new phone this week, OnePlus X. So you had a chance to play with the OnePlus X. You want to go overview their specs, your impressions and everything?
1: Yeah, uh, specs on the device. Let me just pull them up real quick because I don't want to make any mistakes. Um, So far, pretty good. The first thing you should know, $250 for this bad boy, which is, I mean, insane. I was at the little press event that they held and literally like they announced two fifty dollars and people were like clapping media people, not <laughs> even just one plus employees, people media aren't people. Allowed to clap. I looked, I looked at this guy and I just glared at him so hard and I just like shook my head. No, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't bro, clap. You,
0: you don't clap. Man,
1: don't clap for these people. Like, it's still an invite system. Good Lord. Anyway, <laughs> Specs for the OnePlus X, we got 5-inch full HD display. That's 1080p. It is an AMOLED display, which is something that OnePlus has not worked with before. So it is AMOLED Active Matrix OLED. 441 pixels per inch. Runs Oxygen OS on top of Android 5.1.1. They didn't exactly mention Marshmallow, but they did say that updates will come. And the only update for Android 5.1.1 would be Marshmallow. Uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon 801 processor, Adreno 330 GPU. So the performance is pretty good. So they said that they tested the latest gen Snapdragon 600 series of processors, but performance was best when they used the Snapdragon 801. I don't necessarily think they built a bunch of these phones with Snapdragon like 600 series right. and 800 series and tested them all. They just went for probably a cheap one. they were like, okay, last year's 801, that works for us. No big deal. Uh, 13 megapixel uh rear facing camera 8 megapixel front facing camera the aperture on the rear facing camera is uh 2.2 f stops so in uh, in terms of like camera quality i would say like you want the smaller number so like the um what was it the G4 that had a 1.8? That's 1.8 yeah yeah so you want the smaller the better uh, battery 25 or 2525 milliamp hour lithium, three gigs of RAM, only 16 gigs of built in storage. There is only one model and it's 16 gigs across the board. It does have micro SD, which is another thing that OnePlus has never done before. So, where that gives you expandable storage up to 128 gigs. It's got a dual nano slot, but the slot is kind of cool, so you can either have two sim slots in or you can have one sim and your micro sd which that'll probably be how most people rock it so it's kind of a cool little dual sim slot going on only 138 grams thing was very light although it is small you know it's made out of just nothing but glass and metal um glass on both parts uh like the front and back and then metal around the edges chamfered and They have a special ceramic edition, which is even nicer. It's like 160 grams, but they've only made 10,000 of them, and they won't be available in the U.S. Stupid. I think it's – I mean, that was the cool one. It had, like, these cool laser etched edges and stuff. It was Mm -hmm. really cool. But, Mm -hmm. nope, not coming. And apparently it's missing a bunch of LTE bands, so it should work fine on AT&T. And Teemo, but I think it's missing one of the bands for Verizon.
0: I'm um, just looking at your the specs are like super limited LTE bands. Yeah, it's not really all there is because that's that's, not, that's what yeah that's what they sent. So like that's not even going to work here. I'm just looking at it now. Like we need 17 for AT and T. Like band four is band four, but every like AT and T does everything on 17 for the most part, and Verizon's on 13. I hope yeah. they I hope they need to like they're going to update those cuz yeah that's that won't even barely work here. Right. That
1: I mean that could have they just they sent the European bands and like the uh, North American bands and that's what they sent. So we shall see. So so far not looking too good there, but I'm I'm guessing right. either they made a mistake or they will bring it because okay. I mean they said
0: Sorry. I had to have made a mistake. Sorry, I'm just I'm on like the website and mm-hmm. yeah, I can see like they're exactly what you had in our spec list, and mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't mention 17. Well, that's not good.
1: And then one thing to note is that um it's missing a couple of things. It is missing near field communication, so no NFC naturally, typical OnePlus doing what OnePlus does. I asked the CEO, Carl, um, about that, and he said eh, he just kind of gives like that shrug look, like what's NFC? <laughs> Like, he knows, of course, what NFC is, but he does not.
0: He's probably so sick of talking about it
1: at this point. He probably is, but I just don't, I I guess he just doesn't care. He didn't seem to care. I was like, well, what's up with uh, no NFC, bro? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, people just, you know, we, they wanted to focus on other things. So, but he said next time around they would sort of listen to what the community was talking about. So, Oh,
0: next time around. Yeah,
1: next time, even though this was the next time. <laughs> anyway. So, Bluetooth 4.0, no fingerprint reader. Um, so, yeah, no fingerprint reader, which the OnePlus 2 did have. No NFC. And then also it goes away from USB Type-C as well, which the OnePlus 2 had, and it has micro USB. So, if you had a OnePlus 2 and you want to get a OnePlus X, you'll have to use that charger, all the other chargers you had before the one plus two with type C <laughs> it's very, it's a peculiar little device, but again, for two, it, really ni- it looks really nice.
0: It looks uh, great. If I'm being honest, it looks really nice. This is the
1: best designed one plus device ever easily. No doubt no, about no, it. Like it, it feels good. It feels like a little iPhone. I mean, I hate to keep saying but, like yeah. every phone looks like an
0: iPhone, but it looks like a little iPhone. Um, the only thing is, although if you look at this, like this phone is two hundred fifty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all glass and metal. And the, and sure they took out NFC, and they, it probably won't quick charge. I wonder if they enabled that. Did you? Did anyone ask or did you hear if they if it has Qualcomm's quick charge or not? Probably not. Uh, uh
1: probably I, I actually want to say I think it does.
0: Okay. Um. So then the only real thing other than the NFC. Is the Snapdragon 801? Like it would have been nice if they could have used. I think I saw somebody in the comments say if they should use like the 805 or even the 808. And if like they do that, like it's kind of a a, a phone that you would be tough to say no to. And then you also go, why is Google's Nexus 5X 380 bucks? Mm. Like it's basically this phone. I mean, this phone has more RAM.
1: <laughs> this phone has all those customizing features with the oxygen os i mean it offers quite a little bit
0: it does it's just too bad that yeah it doesn't have nfc and i know like it's it seems weird that we keep getting hung up on nfc right but nfc is going to be a big deal pretty soon i think
1: that's what i said to carl i was like you know with android pay becoming more mainstream like you can actually go to a store and use android pay now and uh
0: carl pay
1: android pay he was about to fly out to london he didn't care he just wanted to like kick back and like
0: he does always seem like he's just like, whatever, dude. I'm just chilling. I'm Carl. Carl. Good guy. Good guy, Carl. <laughs> and then I also asked their
1: PR person who was on hand. I was like, um, "Does did OnePlus issue a statement as to why the OnePlus X has no NFC after kind of like the debacle? And yeah. she's like, yeah, OnePlus has no comment on that. And I was like, okay, good.
0: Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to never say NFC again. Wow. So it comes out November 19th, 19th. but they said it should be easier, but they say it's always easier to buy everything and it never is.
1: Yeah, blah, blah, blah. They they said um, that they would sort of open up like open sales like once a month or something like that. Like, sure, you can have an invite or wait for open sales. Um, You know, they do this invite system to help ramp up production. Why no other company does this? I I don't exactly know. I mean, OnePlus must know something that every other company in the in the world doesn't.
0: They just say they don't want to have inventory laying around because they barely make any money, right? And and I get that, but it just It's it's not a very it's just hard for the consumer but you can't buy other- people can't buy your product. Like, look, we, we also live in a day where people just want things now. Like, that's why we have Amazon prime subscriptions because we want shit now. Yeah. Like with your phone, like, look, this phone looks really cool. And like, we're talking about it right now and you should be able to pre-order it now because we're talking about it now. We want it now. And like in, you know, the 19th is like three weeks away. And the 19th is going to show up and you might still be interested. You're thinking, Oh, Christmas present or something like that. And then you're not going to be able to buy it because you're going to need an invite. And then you're just going to say, screw it. I'm going to go get a moto experience. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that, like that's kind of how we work today. So I, I, you know, hopefully they sell some and continue to survive, but like they need to get over this invite crap. It's just stupid at this point. Like sell <laughs> your goddamn phone. Even if like you tell people like, um, yeah, you can buy it, but it's going to take like three weeks to build it. Like do that. Like Motorola is doing that with the Moto X peers, right? I, I can't imagine Moto, Motorola has a ton of Moto X peers just like sitting in a warehouse. Like they're still assembling them for the most part, like as you order them. So like why can't OnePlus do that I don't know. over the... All that stuff. Although I think they're starting to listen to people because they had they didn't like hype beast this whole phone at all. Like no one knew anything about it. They weren't trolling out feature teases and crap. They just kind of shut their mouth and then announced it. So, amen. Oh, well, that should be interesting.
1: Whoops. Yep. So
0: there's the OnePlus X. We should
1: maybe get a review unit. No promises.
0: Um, <laughs> we sort of no.
1: we sort of struggled getting the review unit of the One Plus Two and ended up never getting one. So they, they said they'll be in touch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they've actually ever sent us a review unit. I they never the sent one, one for
1: the OnePlus One. one, plus one. Phone,
0: no, we ended up buying one of those too, because there's whatever. Not, we're yeah. not going to go into it, but it's over. <laughs> All right, so $250 phone, good stuff. It's a great uh-huh. burner. Great burner phone. So <laughs> another phone <laughs> that was announced within the last two weeks, HTC 1A9. I think we talked briefly about this in our Nexus or our nexus sort of preview show if you will uh but you hadn't actually gone and seen the phone yet or didn't have it in your possession you do now so what's up with the hcc1 a9 it's a
1: nice little phone although everyone will be happy to hear that i handed off the little iphone clone over to ron because yes. ron's going straight from the iphone to the one a nine it'll be like it's like he's using the same phone basically
0: yeah pretty much
1: so his review is going to be up real soon but from the time i spent with it Cool little, cool little phone. You know, I actually, I, I've i always appreciated, I don't care what came first, the chicken or the egg, the 1M7 or the iPhone, whatever. Um, I, I don't care. I think the 1A9 looks more like an iPhone than an iPhone has ever looked like an HTC phone. Period. <laughs> like, there's just no denying that, at least in my eyes. Apparently, we all see the world through different lenses. Regardless of that, I like the little foam. It's a nice little guy. Performance was okay. They've toned down since immensely, which I appreciate. That's cool, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you pull down the system toggles, it's not all like geared out. It's kind of hard to.
0: I know their so their system quick their little quick toggles were the worst. They had this really yeah. terrible font from, from mm. number one, and yeah, they just looked like actual buttons you were supposed to press, and yeah. it was totally. I didn't not like it. Yeah.
1: So now it's like the stock look, which I love. Other than that. uh, you know, I spent a little bit of time with the camera. Eh, it was okay. I mean,
0: it's what sort it, of what like, has Ron said so far. He said the camera's decent, right? Yeah, and he said he's, he's, he's used, used it a little more than you and I have. But yeah,
1: most definitely. He said the camera was okay. Okay. So that's a good thing. And the, the issue I have with this phone is that currently right now, what's 399 Yeah. And then in next week or the week after, it's gonna be go up a hundred dollars. Yeah, I think uh, next no, week. Yeah, there's no way in hell this phone is worth four ninety nine. Nope. Give me a break! Nope. Like this thing will not sell at that price point. It they could have sold maybe at three ninety nine. The top price I would put on this device, if it this is this is just me talking, three forty nine tops. Like it just doesn't offer much of anything in terms of like to beat out other devices. I mean, the, the, the specs are basically kind of mid range for 20 late 2015.
0: This is the one running the Snapdragon 617, which is yeah. Mid range. It's just 600 series.
1: I mean, that's exactly what it's for. It's made to be affordable. So it's not an 800 series, which is for those premium high end devices. So I, I mean the one X, uh, the one plus X got Snapdragon 801. <laughs> Come on.
0: So this is a 64 bit chip though. And I think it's one of Qualcomm's newest. It's probably one of their most efficient, but it's just, it's not a high end processor.
1: Yeah. The the device seems snappy enough. So I, you know, I love
0: red says it's like super smooth and fast. And HTC did a really good job, like fine tuning it, which
1: HTC has done a great job with decoupling the apps from the system itself. So sense isn't kind of like just a big bloat skin you know they they've done a great job of that so cheers to them uh it does come running marshmallow which is sweet so right out of the box you can use now on tap and uh, features like that which is great but at the same time for that price man that bump in price you've got to be kidding me
0: did they announce any carrier partners they didn't right no it this is unlocked or did they no i think they did like i think a couple people said like i think T-Mobile and AT&T maybe said like, we will carry it, but that's all they would announce. They didn't say pricing. Hmm. I think AT&T actually, or T-Mobile maybe did say, oh yeah, I must AT&T have missed that and, completely. Oh no, it was AT&T and Sprint did confirm that they're going to carry it. T-Mobile didn't say anything, but hmm. I would imagine that they will because the phone was kind of built for their network. Yeah. Uh, they made some crazy claims with this thing. Like they're saying within 15 days after Nexus phones get new updates, like this phone, the unlocked one, I should say is going to get updates. Like that's a big, like this is the company that a year ago made it created this like 90 day promise. Remember that? And then couldn't come close to meeting it. And now they're going to do it in 15 days. Although granted it's for one phone an unlocked one, they have complete control over, but I don't even know that I believe they can do that. Uh, this is the same company that one of their executives, like a couple of weeks ago, whenever no, not, it was a couple of months ago now, when all the stage fright thing was happening and everyone was doing like, Oh, we're going to do monthly security updates. And this HCC executives were like, ha ha ha. That's stupid. And a waste of time. That'll never happen. And it's like, really? Like yeah, they said, it was un-
1: unrealistic to yeah. have monthly updates. And now they're saying they'll have updates 15 days after Nexus yeah. devices. Get them. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I got a call. I'm uh, I won't believe it until I see it.
0: Well, and and the thing is, like, I'm sure they'll do it the first couple times, and then when the one M10 or whatever comes out next year, they'll just forget.
1: Oh yeah, but then when Google pushes out an update that's total crap and breaks Marshmallow, and then they're like, "Oh well, we couldn't do it because Google screwed up." Yeah, I mean, they've always. I feel like HTC likes kind of pointing the finger a little bit. Not that it's a bad thing, because. Google did kind of mess up lollipop, and I think that's kind of what set them back on that. But at the same time, just don't even bother promising or making guarantees that in reality you can't necessarily keep because you're not in control. You know, Google is in control, and if they push out buggy code, then you're sort of – you're left there with your blank in your hand being like, oh, my bad. Like, I thought I could do this. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Someone has some interesting things about it, though. Like, it it apparently will work on Verizon. Like, there's some weird radio that's in the phone that works on Verizon's LTE and doesn't necessarily need their CDMA connectivity or something. It's really weird. So, there's some like special things with this phone that are kind of cool from a technology perspective. But in general, the whole package seems kind of way overpriced for what it is. Uh, And the US version has three gig of RAM. The international, the international thing is crazy. We don't talk a lot of international news. but It's two gig of RAM and sixteen gig of storage, and it's like, you know, you were complaining about the U.S. one being three ninety nine and going to four ninety nine. I think this two gig, sixteen gig international model like, overseas is like five hundred bucks at least, or like six. Like it's there, it's something insane. I don't know what the hell do doing. The phone also has a twenty one fifty milliamp hour. Battery.
1: Oh, that's right. It's got the tiniest battery of all devices. Oh yeah, here's
0: a here's a spoiler. Well, not total spoiler. How about a teaser? This is this is straight out of Ron's review in the battery life section. Battery life on the A nine is abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> abysmal. That's like his first line of the battery life. Just so oh gee. Um I don't know what the rest of the review says, but I thought that was funny. Uh That's so cool. so yeah, the one A nine. I don't even know what to call it. Like it's not like hc's new flagship because it's not really i mean they're i think they're calling it a flagship phone, but it's not really a flagship it's not phone. A flagship phone no i mean it's got some things going for it i just don't know that like anyone should really could say i mean 400 not to keep going back to like all these phones priced at 400 but like the 5x is a probably a better phone than this it has a better camera i'm sure it actually has pure stock android um and that's after me complaining about all the, you know, performance stuff. The Moto X Pure Edition is the same price right now and will stay there and is a better phone. The OnePlus Two is probably a better phone. It's cheaper. It's got mm. better specs. I mean, it's that's the thing, is like this phone's price like those nice um, Kind of higher end phones that are around four hundred dollars, except it's not even as good. Which is weird. And it looks like an iPhone.
1: Yeah, we can get a Galaxy S six for around four hundred some odd bucks these days on eBay or something, and it's going to do way better than the A nine. I mean, sure, yeah, it may not have marshmallow yet, but it's got awesome right. camera and awesome
0: display. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah, the X S six we saw the other day for like four twenty nine unlocked. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, I, well, yeah hc a
1: nine. there's a lot of phones to talk about man so it's a lot of a
0: lot of hate to spread <laughs> so much hate we hate everything yeah speaking of that uh another phone that we think is getting close right the blackberry priv it says
1: shipping it- november 6th right
0: yeah, I think it's supposed to ship like numbers. I pre-ordered us one. Because right. like I didn't I've never talked to Blackberry's PR department. I don't even know how to reach Canada. They have so. PR <laughs> yeah. I mean I think when they were pushing BBM on Android, we talked to them at one point, but now they just I think because we just don't care about BBM, they don't care about us, which is fair. Um but yeah, it's it went up for pre-order at was it six hundred bucks? No. Seven hundred bucks. Six ninety nine. Yeah, six ninety nine. And the this unlocked one that went up for pre-order will work on T-Mobile and at I'd imagine it's coming to all the U S carriers like Verizon will get it. I'm sure an AT AT&T and all big logos all over. Them. I'm actually starting to get a little excited about this phone. I don't know why. I think just because it's totally different than like, and maybe it's just because I feel like I have 10 phones sitting in front of me that all need to be reviewed and they're all kind of similar in a way. And this phone is just totally not. It's like out there. It's got a keyboard. That's like a touchpad and a giant battery and it's BlackBerry. Like I could use BlackBerry hub if I wanted to. I don't know. There's something different about it. And I don't know that I'm excited about it. I'm just really interested in using it.
1: You'll use it for like two days and then be over it. I mean, it has a physical keyboard, which I don't find necessary
0: these days. The, the only thing I will say is that, You slide it up to use the keyboard, and then you can like still see everything on the screen. Like your virtual keyboard is not covering half of your display.
1: Yeah, and I mean it's got good specs. QHD display. I mean, I I actually was not expecting that.
0: It's got really good specs. Yeah.
1: Pulling them up now. It's got that sweet camera, apparently. Oh, I mean, it's got those pop-up widgets too, which is kind of like three D touch widgets. from Apple. I mean, that's kind of cool. Like any Android phone should implement that pop-up widgets.
0: Oh yeah, it runs Android five point one point one. It's pretty much stock. It's somehow only nine point four millimeters thick, even with that with that keyboard. It runs a Snapdragon eight hundred eight, three gig RAM, thirty two gig storage with SD card slot up to two terabytes. A curved quad HD. 18 megapixel camera with OIS and phase detect autofocus and all this fancy crap. What else does it have? It's kind of like fully loaded. Oh, it even has, um, wireless charging on both the standards. Remember how we made a big deal when the galaxy s six could wirelessly charge on PMA and Qi pads. This thing does the same thing. It has a 3410 battery has fast charging. Like they kind of decked this phone out. I still don't know that it's worth $700. Cause I, like, In 2015, you can't sell phones at $700 because everyone else is cutting costs and prices and whatever, but kind of excited. Mm. I don't know why. I'll I'll be over in about a day and a half probably.
1: 24 hours guaranteed. You'll be done with it. (laughs) Probably we'll be
0: tossing it to Ron. Table yeah. scraps. That's a weird one though, because it randomly went up for pre-order, and BlackBerry didn't really announce it. Like, remember BlackBerry like a few weeks ago or something? They made it official after all these leaks, right? They were all pissed off that it leaked, and then their their CEO tried to do a demo of it, didn't even know how to use it, which was which was hilarious. It was his first time handling the phone, yeah, and he had no idea what he was doing. But like, they still didn't ever really like issue a press release about it um and then all of a sudden it just popped up on their website for pre-order and it was like they never really announced and made it official or said anything like Blackberry just they maybe they don't even have a pr team anymore i have no idea but it, it just was so weird and so like i pre-ordered it i don't even know if that was like an official pre-order i think so i don't know what i think yeah but it's supposed to ship like first week of november whatever <laughs> It's a BlackBerry phone. Can't yeah, believe that, we're talking about it.
1: That geek dad in the comment section says, uh, "Don't write them off this time." They went balls to the walls listening to what people wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they kind of did, though. <laughs> I don't know about the <laughs> balls to the wall, <laughs> but they kind of put like everything in this phone. I don't know. The only thing it's kind of lacking is like they have they went Snapchat and eight hundred eight, but this year like people just didn't have processor choices right after the eight ten turned out to be such a disaster in most situations. Everyone just defaulted to the 808, which I don't know that I have that much faith in for the long haul, but it would, like they put everything in this phone.
1: I mean, the specs make it sound legit. <laughs> I, just, I never thought a BlackBerry phone would be relevant in yeah. almost 2016, but apparently everyone wants it. So, I mean, more power to them. That's great. They were I thought they were on the brink of death. Everyone wanted
0: it <laughs> until they saw that unlocked price. Yeah. Well, this, I mean it's the, a little price was seven fifty. Like they they uh they posted it on accident or maybe to gauge everyone's reaction to the price. <laughs> like, and oh, it was yeah. seven forty nine, yeah. And everyone just went, I are mean, you nuts? Yeah. And then the next day it showed back up again at six ninety nine, which isn't that much better.
1: Yeah, I think five ninety nine would have been pretty sweet, four ninety nine, although I mean I I you know, it's hard to gauge how much it costs to build BlackBerry Hub and all that privacy.
0: Um, I'm just thinking, like, the margins on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to make, like, 500 bucks a phone. Dude, they need it. <laughs> I, I know they need it, but this is not how you, like, get back in You got to
1: rehire that PR team back so they can uh,
0: talk to the media and press. So. Honestly, I wonder if they still have a PR team. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so in sort of weird news It kind of came out of nowhere. Wall Street Journal reported this week that Google is going to fold Chrome OS into Android, have a single operating system. Uh, I believe they've sort of denied that by now, haven't they? I haven't followed up on it. I'm a terrible person. Who denied what now? Uh, So I think Google's already told people
1: Oh, well, so Lockheimer yesterday tweeted out that they have a commitment to That's Chromebooks right. and Chrome OS because Chromebooks are selling so well, they're selling like 10,000 a day to, to schools. Right. So, I mean, they, they're they snatching up the education sector uh, with these Chromebooks. And so they're like, no, we, we are committed. And so they didn't confirm or deny. They just sort of deflected and said, no, we're committed to Chromebook.
0: So... Yeah, and they've issued statements to... I think what do you recode?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what do you expect them to say? I mean, they actually they got a, a good product that um is helping kids learn in school, and and they're cheap so yeah. damn or their price so damn well that the, even the schools can afford them. I mean, the these are the people that have no money, uh, it's yeah. the education people. So
0: yeah, I think like the the initial reaction was like whoa, and then after that it was just okay, I guess it kind of makes sense. Like, why do you have these two operating systems? But yeah, the more you think about it, like Chrome OS is good in terms of, yeah, being affordable computing platform for schools and all this stuff. Right. Uh, and if an Android is, I mean, it is because it's free, right? But it's not really a desktop platform. And not that Chrome OS is a super complex thing, right? It's kind of like a virtual browser operating system. But it's more of like a computing platform Android as in terms of desktop. Um, Android is just more mobile. And so I don't know, like creating one, I mean, remember, remember when like, Google first tried to turn Android into a tablet platform, honeycomb and they created honeycomb, which is one of the worst operating system projects ever. Uh, I, I know. And they've sort of, you know, gotten better with their tablet experience, but the tablet experience in Android is still not that great. So I don't know that I really am that excited about Chrome OS and Android merging. Like th- Sometimes it's okay to have separate products. Mm. Whatever.
1: So Lockheimer, about 36 minutes ago, tweeted that 30,000 new Chromebooks are activated in EDU, like domains, um, every school day. So that's a lot of Chromebooks. Um, where the education departments are is finding all the money for 30,000 Chromebooks a day, I do not know. I don't think that's what my tax money cheap. goes They're to. They're
0: like, they probably, I mean, Chromebooks in general, you can buy a decent one, I think, for like 200 bucks these days, can you? But schools might get bigger. Oh, discount?
1: yeah. Well, yeah. They buy in bulk. It's kind of like what businesses do with Apple. You buy more, you get, they got, uh, they get discounts. So that's good. I think it's great. I don't really necessarily care if Chrome and Android somehow. I don't really either, to tell you yeah, the truth. Yeah. I mean, I turn on, so it reminds me of when, I think it was like in Lollipop or whatever, when Chrome tabs were starting to get merged into like recent apps. I turn that stuff off of me. Like I don't want, it's yeah, I don't want that idea. stuff mixed together. Like I, I like the separate, although if Google implements it correctly, uh, I could see I could see Android like running on my thing. As long as it was like a working system, like a full system, if I can blog on it, then it'll work. Like I can't blog on a Chromebook yeah, I can write a post and all that. But you but could I blog
0: better on a Chromebook than you could on an Android. Oh, absolutely! Tap- That's the apps suck. Yeah. But
1: like, I can't do much photo editing or anything like that on any platform. So I mean, right. really, they got they kind of like they got to bulk it up somehow. I don't know. I just I, laptops I, just sort of suck in general. I don't
0: know. I'm so used to like.
1: I think a lot That's of people were it.
0: just assuming that it makes sense because there's not a lot of development behind Chrome OS other than like what Google does, right? Right, like the app ecosystem they've kind of created there is is pretty weak, and so I think people just because all anyone ever wants to talk about, including like investors and all those kind of weird people, is like growth in terms of like applications and developers and crap like that. And so I think everyone's like, well, Android has all these developers. If we merge that into or merge Chrome OS into that, then people will be building for Chrome OS and then it'll grow and people make lots of money and whatever. I, I guess that's a decent argument, but I I also don't know that apps are just the solution for everything. So. And you know, Chrome's sort of about the web anyway, not apps, but whatever. I guess you can have web apps. I, I Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you can buy an Acer Chromebook 11 for 169 bucks on the Google Store.
1: Yeah, but if I was gonna get like a Chromebook, I want the best one. So I want go, like I want, Pixel. Yeah, the Pixel, and it's expensive as hell. And I can't yes. wait for that Pixel C tablet.
0: Woo! See, I, I do not care about that thing at all. I know people are excited, but
1: Honeycomb looked good. It kind of reminds me of Lollipop. Like it looks good, and they totally like changed up the look from the pr- previous version. But it just sucked. It was oh.
0: so cheesy. There was all these border frames around everything and like it was seats ugly. Right. They had like this glass appearance. <laughs> it was so yeah. ugly. It was so ugly. I mean the wallpapers were cool.
1: I dug it, the it, it had a real Tron feel. <sighs> Get out of here.
0: It did have a Tron feel.
1: Yeah. So and I
0: like Tron. Which is weird because Matias doesn't strike me as a Tron kind of guy. matthias wasn't was oh, was he there already? Because yeah, remember, been. he came in the at the end of gingerbread. Mm. Well so he maybe he didn't have much going. say
1: maybe he didn't have much say in honeycomb because it was like the I don't know, the tablet side of thing. I I don't know. I don't know. I was not there. Maybe he the scenes, was into Tron. I
0: don't,
1: I don't know. Maybe he was into Tron. I could see him being really into Tron. He probably wouldn't doesn't like the new like Disney version or whatever because it was sort of it's cheesy, but he likes the old school Tron. I could be. see it. I could I could tweet him. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do, do, you yes. like <laughs> do you like Tron? You like
0: Tron.
1: If so, do you like the new one on that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which one? Yeah. Favorite for Tron I, new. I've
1: never seen them wear like neon colors though. It's always kind of pastel. Yeah. Or in the sort of matte
0: He's oh. just he's just never very robotic. You know, he's all about like the paper and touching textures, not like tron robot lines. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Textures, like kind of like hunger games, a lot of feathers, yeah. a lot of different stuff going on with the beard, <laughs> curly cues and Her whatnot. Second tweet.
0: TS, do you like hunger games?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. So
0: many Twitter polls of Matias today. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll just yeah interview him over Twitter. <laughs>
0: That's great. Uh, so anyway, the Chrome OS is merging into Android, except it's not. That's pretty much the story of the week. Yeah. Uh, all right, so YouTube Red launched this week. And uh, it's YouTube's paid subscription uh, where you don't have to watch ads. And it's $9.99 a month. And uh, if you have a Google Play Music subscription, though, you just sort of get YouTube Red <laughs> as a part of it. And if you sign up for YouTube Red, then you get Google Play Music subscription. So you kind of have an ad-free YouTube or Google media experience, I guess you could say. And people seem pissed about it initially. Like, they thought it was overpriced. And it's like, well, aren't you already paying for Google Play Music? I guess not everyone is, obviously. But, you know, like, it's actually a pretty good deal. Like, you get an ad-free YouTube experience and access to the entire Google Play Music collection. And offline listening, all that stuff. I think it's a pretty good
1: deal. You get to skip ads. You can't find a better deal than this anywhere on the internet, unless it's on the Deal Deal Store. Uh, for nine ninety nine, and think about it, the people who pay that promo price of seven ninety nine. There's a lot of those people. I mean, you're How getting one, the, exactly. You're getting the ad free YouTube. You're getting offline playback. You're getting like that multitasking playback where you can still listen to the audio while doing other things. I've always wanted to do that because sometimes I listen to music through YouTube because I can only find those songs on YouTube. So I'm listening to it while I do other stuff. And then plus, of course, I mean, I already pay that much for you uh, for the play music. So the addition of YouTube Red is great. Having both of those, if you're not already signed up, that's. That's legit. I mean that that offers you a lot of value for the money and I think only you know more features and stuff will only get better. So it, mm-hmm. I will be very happy once the family plans are officially rolling out for Play Music. They were what announced is that. But they, they said they said coming weeks. I'm guessing it's got to be close. Like next week, cool. the week after tops has to be close. It
0: needs to be close because yeah. I I have all these phones and I mm. can't I can't load my Google play music account on there. Cause I'm going to hit my max. Oh, right? My God, you're right. I can't play things at multiple times. It's just really frustrating. So I need, I need the family plant like stat. Bring it on.
1: <clears throat> so yeah, has <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. Yeah. It's not a plug more like just a joke, <laughs> but um, yeah. So definitely check it out. I think if you're not already on Google play music, it's definitely worth just looking at because I, I personally play music beats out Spotify and beats radio or whatever the hell that is. It it beats out all those other services in my mind because I can upload my own music. Like I have got so much music uploaded personally of like my songs, you know, to Google play music that I can access from anywhere on any device on a desktop.
0: I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I signed up for the, the seven 99 promo price and I don't plan on letting that go anytime soon. And the fact that the fact that Google then now has just said, here, have ad free YouTube as well. I I don't have any complaints. It's a pretty good deal. It's a great deal. So yeah. And if if you're signed up on, like I said, Google Play Music, you just get read and it just happens. Like I think the first time you maybe log in, it might say something, but otherwise it just works. And you just have ad free.
1: Yeah, I just, it, I popped up YouTube the other day and it was just right there. And then I got an email officially saying, Oh, part of your Google play all access subscription is YouTube red. Now you can watch all your favorite videos ad free. And I was like, sweet. So, I mean, Google made it very seamless, like the integration of it. And while some publishers are sort of upset about how they're going to be getting paid now, you know, boo hoo, people don't want to watch ads. Like us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, so they're, yeah, I don't know what are watching
0: this video. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, like I mean, you know, I mean it is it is what it is. It's it's Google's it's their service. You know, I don't know why people get so upset when Google changes like their service. I don't know, it's something that they put out there for free to use uh, and then we get upset when they change the way we have to use it or make money from it. I don't know. I, th- like,
0: I think part of the argument there is like, you have this platform and you're inviting me to come on it and you've been giving me a way to monetize it for a really long time. Right. And now you're basically just saying like, yeah, well we're changing that now and you just have to buy in or we don't give a shit about you. Cause that's mm-hmm. kind of what they're doing. Like if you decide you don't want your videos to be a part of red, they basically just like blacklist you. Yeah. So it's, it's, I I get why people are a little pissed about it and we don't really know, like, are we actually going to make the same amount of money? Like if everyone signs up for red, are we going to make the same amount of money we were before? Or is everyone going to make less on YouTube? And it's not like we're this massive YouTube channel, right? I think we have 150 some thousand subs or something. Uh, And so it's not like a big portion of our, of our earnings with droid life. But like, I don't know if you have a million subscribers and a lot of them are red users, are you going to go from making like, I don't know how much someone that makes a million dollars or has a million subs? Let's say it's like 10,000 a month. Does that drop to 6,000? Like that's a big deal. Right. And so I think there's this like unknown that we don't.
1: Well, don't the
0: unknown is how many people are actually going to have read. Right. I mean, think about how many
1: users YouTube probably has. I mean, it's gotta be a billion. Same, Maybe. I, mean, yeah. some, I mean, think about how many views happen every day. I mean, how many countless hours of video is uploaded every single minute to YouTube. I mean, it's, it's sort of ridiculous. So, I don't think it's going to be some huge, massive piece of the, the people who use YouTube Red, and then all of a sudden there's no more ads. Um, I think it's going to be somewhat small. Maybe, you know, 15-20% of people are paying $10 for Red. I just don't think it'll be that huge. But we shall see. Maybe in the next earnings call, because we just... Th- this all just missed, I think on purpose, just missed Google's last earnings. So, it'll be three months from now when we find out maybe what sort of impact this has had.
0: Yeah. So we should, the, see- the other part of this that we don't really know anything about is the YouTube music app. So they, mm-hmm. they kind of randomly or on, on the side announce YouTube music, which is a separate YouTube app for just kind of loading up music and listening to it, which is a part of red, I believe we haven't seen that app show up yet. So maybe that's going to show up with the family plan for play music. I have no idea, but, I there's, was that, nice. there's that piece too. We have so many YouTube apps. Like it's YouTube Music, YouTube, YouTube Gaming, YouTube Kids. I think there's a YouTube Creators app. I think there's like six or seven YouTube apps. Why they couldn't, you know, kind of couple some of these together? Like the regular YouTube app could totally have just like a music tab, but it doesn't. All right. Uh, what else you got? Oh, you want to talk the new app that secretly came out today? Google's new secret app.
1: Yeah, Google um, quietly slipped. I saw someone say quietly slip who's down onto Google Play. And as of right now, it's a beta invite only. From what I can tell, it just says in the app description, instantly see which of your friends are free to hang out right when you are. And with one slider, you can let your friends know you're down to hang out too. It's that simple. So basically you slide a little app saying I'm down and they can see if you're down and you guys can get down together. I mean, it, it, it's so sim- It's so simple. It's genius. And um, uh, our buddy Dave Cover stated that he had an idea uh, of this same I- uh, application. And I guess Google stole it right out from under him. They read his mind and now it's here. Although again, It says currently requires an invite to use. If you don't have one, you can request one from the app. So they're probably just testing
0: it. Looks like you might have to be affiliated with like a school. Oh, yeah. Like it's like a student app or something. Oh. Because I just tried to sign up and it says like enter email address and school name.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it could just be limited to students. You know, say if you're like on a college campus and you want to find out what your friends are doing.
0: You want to hook up.
1: Yeah, someone asked in the comment section if I was Ron's secret love child. No, Ron is my secret love child. Get it right.
0: Yeah, get it right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so here's one thing real quick while sure. we're on air. Let's experience this all together. Um, I have the uh, the Google widget right there. And it says problem loading widget. Is that bad? <laughs> is that a good thing, bad thing?
0: I would just grab that, throw it in the trash, and re-add. That's weird. Yeah.
1: Oh boy. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Mode of, yeah, that so, mode of life.
1: Exactly. So yeah, if you um if you do want to try out who's down it maybe if you're attending school or something, you can give that a go. I can place it down in the uh, the chat comment section just so everyone can check it out. Yep. Yeah, maybe it's Google's version of Tinder. Yeah, that's a great it's a good thing.
0: Could very well be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's all I've got.
0: All right. I yeah, I don't have anything else. We've actually been going for A little longer than normal. Uh, So just a quick recap. Nexus 6P review is up. Nexus 5X review is up. Tim thinks the 6P might be the uh, phone of the year. The 5X, I'm kind of saying pass on. We have Turbo 2N Max in hand, in pocket, on desk. Those will probably be the next two reviews. Uh, OnePlus X is coming out soon. Uh, Ron's HTC One A9 review actually might be out in the next hour. If you're listening to this, and uh, Chrome OS and Android could be converging, maybe not. BlackBerry Priv is getting close, and for some reason, I'm still excited or now excited. YouTube Red is here, so yeah. Anything else? I think
1: that'll do it for me.
0: I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Yeah, be safe on uh, Halloween tomorrow, Halloween. everyone.
1: Are you dressing up tomorrow? Uh, surprisingly, no. I'm too old to be dressing up. Well, like, I can't. The people who are like my age and still trick or treating, like, come on! It's time to let the kids have their fun.
0: I don't think people dress up and go trick or treat, and they dress up and go get drunk and do naughty things. Well, that's what they should do if
1: they're my age. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go to like some rave or something. I to go like, to a club. No, no clubs. Throw the kitty cat outfit on and go to a club. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> like, no, it's just no, not me. I don't blame you. I don't. I don't either. But I have a well, kid. I like staying home. I like seeing the little kids come up to my house. Like I've always wanted to kind of run out of the garage with a chainsaw or something like, I want to be the one to scare the kids and I have a big dog, you know, maybe I'll let him like run out there and like bark at them or something. That'd be cool to me. That would be
0: kind of awesome. Yeah. You need to come up with like a costume that works with the wolf pup and you scare the hell out of everyone. Kids will appreciate that. as long as wolf pup doesn't like bite their head off or something.
1: Yeah. No no promises.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, everyone else be safe on Halloween. Tim and I will be not doing much, it sounds like. So, yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Droid Life Show, episode 97. Mm. Rob, peace. Peace.